Welcome to your journey of healing with the Healing Podcast, hosted by licensed clinician Monique Oway and co-host Dr. Amber Moan. Thank you for tuning into the Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Monique Oway, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host here, Dr. Amber Moan. Okay, so today's topic is waiting for the apology. We thank you so much for tuning into the Healing Podcast. We thank you for your support. Please like, share, and subscribe. So, waiting for the apology is basically you waiting around to say someone to say sorry for what they did to you. Well, Dr. Moan, what kind of road of life is that when you're waiting for the apology? For some people, it could be a cold and lonely one, especially if, you know, that person or, or persons don't plan on giving you one. Yes, exactly. The thing is, waiting for the apology, you are at the helm of this person. If you're waiting around for the apology, you're stuck. I'm not being dismissive to what that person did to you. I know you're hurt. I know you want them to say, I'm sorry. The problem is you can't make them say, I'm sorry. You can't make somebody give you a meaningful apology. You just can't because it's up to them. So waiting for it. I don't know, like waiting for paint to dry. Are you just watching and waiting and waiting and waiting? And It's one of those, you don't know, waiting for paint to dry, right? Unless you know it's truly dry, you have to go kind of mm-hmm. test it. And if it's not dry and it's still wet, a little bit gets on your finger or a little bit gets on that napkin and you might have smudged the wall now. Now you got to repaint that wall, the area, right? Think about that. That's something small. But what I'm saying is waiting on apology is you don't know how that's going to come, if it's going to come. And if it does, what is it going to do? Is that all that you needed? Was it just them saying, I'm sorry? I've said it before. It's not just the I'm sorry. It's them taking accountability for what they did. So, I mean, Dr. Moan, but let's go into why do people wait? Why do they want to wait for the apology? Why do they want the apology? Because they want things to go back to maybe how it was. They want, you know, they want you to admit that they wronged you in some type of way yeah they there's a lot of reasons why people want someone to apologize Mm -hmm. maybe you might miss the person you might be over it and just want them to have some type of respect or validate your feelings yep that's true i think you just you know yeah you like you said i want the validation you want the validation you want the accountability i want you to acknowledge what you did to me how you caused me pain right some people don't care that they cause you pain. I'm going to be honest with you. So waiting for them to say sorry for something they don't really care that they did. Or sometimes don't even know that they did. Now let me tell you another part. If you're waiting on an apology from someone who doesn't even know that they offended you. You will be waiting for a long time. Probably forever. Because it's, it's one thing to, for a person to know they've hurt you. It's blatant. But it's another thing if you're mad about something the person doesn't even know that they did. Waiting for that apology is a problem. It's going to keep you stuck because you're going to be waiting for something that might be something that's not going to come. And the thing is, while you're waiting for that apology, what kind of behavior do you have with people? Right. Are you always talking about this person? Are you always crying when they come around? Are you always frustrated when you talk about them? Are you someone who kind of talks so negative about the person that you can't recognize the good maybe that they're doing for others? Like I mean by that is, this person may now be doing good in life. You guys broke up. And it might not have been a bad. This might, you were hurt. You were hurt that you broke up. They're now moved on and they have a good Maybe you had a child with them. They moved on. They're good. 
you've moved on, but you're so upset with them that you now talk negative to the child about them when they're not even, they were not a bad parent. They're not a bad parent, but you're still mad about what they did to you. And you're waiting for that apology, which is causing you to be negative when you speak about them. Is that not doing damage to your child? Dr. Moon, you tell me, does that, how does that affect the child? If a child is involved, if, if the person who's waiting on the apology is negative? Well, because that's not their relationship. You know, it's not, it, it, it will create resentment because most likely that person that you're talking to them about probably won't ever do, you know, to them what was done to you. They could have grown. And so you are putting these ideas in their head and it's not right. And it's something that you have to deal with. So, yes, that is true. I think you're right, Dr. Moni said that person could have changed and not even that person. But now you've influenced this. So you're yeah. trying to influence the other person to hate them, to be rude to them, to not talk to them because you're waiting on something from them. But I think here's the thing. It's not fair to the person who didn't go through it. You know, it's not fair. If you're trying to put out that this person is a bad person in the relationship because you guys had a negative experience. Right. That's not always fair. I'm not talking about warning somebody about abuse. I'm talking about just because you guys didn't, you guys didn't jail. It didn't work. So now you want to tell every woman or every man how this person is terrible. But it's not true. They're not that person. And you, if you haven't spoken to them in a couple years, you probably don't know who they are now because people change. So I think by you waiting on that apology. Is causing damage in other areas in your life. And it might even prevent you from seeing somebody who needs to be in your life. Because you're still stuck on that apology. So you need to look at that. Consider that. Let's come back to talking about waiting for the apology in just a moment. We're going to go ahead and make a quick segue here and get into, you guessed it, the situation. Dr. Moan. Yes. A little different situation today. All right. I have a question. So if you guys and maybe listeners out there, you guys may have seen the movie Castaway or there's a show called is it Manifest? Manifest, yeah. And it talks about, it shows a situation where a person who was in love with somebody or something and now they're gone. They were gone for whatever reason. They may have thought the person was dead. Like in Castaway, the plane uh, crashed and he was on that island all that time and they thought he was dead. So his fiance or his girlfriend at the time, She's now married. He, they found her. She's now married, right? Mm-hmm. So when a person comes back or you find out the person is alive, maybe they were a victim of a kidnapping. It doesn't matter. Whatever it was traumatic that happened, now they're back. Dr. Mo, my question to you is, what does the person do when they come? Now that they're back and the person they used to be with is now married, how does that couple deal with that? The fact that they were going to be married, you disappeared for what tragic reason, now you're back. Do we... How do... Don't we want to just get back together? That's a possibility. It's a possibility that you might want to get back together. That you might be confused. You might be happy. You might be upset. You might be confused. All of that. I would like to think that because I value marriage. And if I've started a new life with someone. We may or may not have kids. I mean... That means I love this person, the person that I'm with now. I am in love with this person. I have made this promise to this person that we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. I have to honor that. And when I, and, and see, I sent that coming out of my mouth. I'm saying I have to honor that. I don't have to honor that. I'm hoping that no matter what, I would want to honor that because there's another life that has committed to me. So you're saying... 
even though that person I love came back because we found out they were they were alive or whatever happened, and I now have moved on, but because of my love and respect for my new partner, yeah. me trying to get back with the old one is not fair. It's not I'm mm-hmm. not honoring the commitment I made to them. Okay, I can understand that. So I I say that because sometimes we're confronted. You guys remember what, what kind of situation is this? It is that sometimes you're confronted with your past, and you have the opportunity to go back to something. And it looks like it might be good because you were missing out. It was something you were missed out on because of a tragedy. Nothing that person did by their own fault. But sometimes going back to the past can be more damaging to your future. Because of that gap in time, you guys are no longer the same person. Even though it wasn't that person's fault, you're now a married person that have moved on. You might have kids now. The loss of what you would do by breaking up with your family to go back with them is going to be a big, big loss. It's going to cause a lot of pain. And... You know, it, you just don't know that person anymore because whatever they went through in that trauma, right? That mm-hmm. one, you don't know what they had to experience to get through that. And Castaway, you know, it was a movie, but, you know, he had to go through a lot to survive on that island. I'm assuming maybe some nightmares might be happening. You never know how that person is going to be now. And can you deal with the person now? See, you're stuck on the person who they were years ago. Yes. The last time you saw them. But that doesn't mean they're the person who they are today now that they have been... And they've been found right you know they're different now so i think it's a cute fantasy it's a nice illusion to think about it i'm not telling you to control your thoughts your thoughts might go places but i don't know we're both i think we're both agreeing about the moment we don't know if it's worth messing up what you presently have going on right and i mean everybody's situation is different um now if he came back he or she came back and <laughs> your marriage Who's on the rocks? Oh gosh. <laughs> you might be willing to try. Exactly. But Yeah, you never know. It could be it, I mean that well my I think I think it, don't blow up your marriage because right, of it. But right. if your relationship was on the rocks and you were or you're about to break up, yeah, it might be worth re exploring. Yeah, if you're free, go ahead and re explore. But here's what I'll say is you can't be mad at somebody that moved on. If you're a person who came back in someone's life and they've completely moved on you can't be mad at them for moving on when they didn't know you were around anymore. Okay. It might seem unrealistic. Of course, the manifesting is unrealistic. But that castaway thing, that's not unrealistic. That's something happened to a crash and a person, you think the person is dead and they find out that they're, they're actually survived. That's not unrealistic. That can happen. You never know. And it probably has happened to someone. We just don't know about it. Right. But anyway, so don't blow up your whole life because of a fantasy of the past. I think it was something, but it's not anymore. Yes, I agree. Okay. So if you have a situation or something you want us to discuss, please feel free to email support at thehealingpodcast.com. And before we get back into the topic, a word from our sponsor, Healing Expressions. Are you someone who has been considering therapy? Perhaps someone else has told you that you need to talk to a therapist. Or maybe you're in a relationship and you want to discuss some challenges that you've been facing with your significant other. Maybe there's a communication issue, perhaps an incident of infidelity. Or maybe you just want to strengthen your relationship because you guys are thinking about taking another step. Maybe you're struggling with anxiety or depression, perhaps grief, life stressors, and you just want to share your thoughts with someone. Well, consider contacting Healing Expressions. Healing Expressions is a private practice located in the Atlanta, Georgia area. You will be given a session at an affordable price with a licensed therapist. If this resonates with you, consider going to healingexpressionsllc.com reading about the practice, and hitting the contact tab to see if you can book a session. All right. Thank you so much. And back to the Healing Podcast. 
Okay, so back into the topic, waiting for the apology. The whole thing about waiting for the apology is it keeps you stuck, right? It's preventing you from moving forward. So I'm going to say, stop waiting. That's why I'm telling Dr. Moon, stop waiting. I don't know if you feel that way. I mean, what do you think, Dr. Moon? If I have to wait on an apology, that means you didn't want to do it. I'm I'm practically for, I'm asking, I'm begging for the apology. No, thank you. I'm not doing it. Right. We can't, it's not can't, genuine. It, I, I would think it's not genuine. At all. At so. all. If you got to wait around for somebody to acknowledge what they did to you. I think you have chosen not to move on and get healed. Because you should be able to. I am not saying to. And yes, you got to acknowledge the pain and go through whatever that pain was. But I'm saying you can't wait for them to come back to you. Say, I'm sorry for what I did to you. How I destroyed your life or whatever I did. Right. That may never happen. Because guess what? Some people don't care that they, they hurt don't. you. Some people, they had a moment of selfishness and the selfish act or moment was enough for them at that time. They might come back around and acknowledge it. They might not in the future, but you can't wait for that to happen. If that happens, it just happens naturally. Okay. But waiting for it to happen. No, I think it's keeping you stuck and it's causing you to miss out on opportunity. So what I'm saying is to deal with that. If you're a person who's stuck and trying to wait for an apology, something that you can do. One, I'm going to say definitely get some counseling. You're definitely going to need to talk to somebody to help you process that, I think. Because, I mean, you can talk to a friend about it. But probably your friend is even telling you you're just stuck waiting on this apology. That's probably not going to happen. Another thing I'm going to tell you to do is stop looking at their picture. Stop thinking about those old memories. Stop going through the old notebook with the letters and everything that they did to you. The old text messages from them. That's not helping you. I think you need to disconnect from them in whatever way you can if you have some type of connection. I don't know, Dr. Mo, what's another way a person can stop waiting for the apology to come? It's just accept accept it for the situation for what it is. Because there's a slight chance that even if you get the apology, Monique, if I was waiting 10 years for an apology and then you finally say, okay, sorry, are you happy now? (laughs) I'm still pissed. And that was 10 years wasted. But had I just said, you know what, this is where she is right now. And so I'm just going to let bygones be bygones and move on with my life. She wants to come because just because I guess my point is just because you apologize doesn't make everything okay. I feel like a conversation is more important. Understanding validation of both feelings and understanding why whatever happened happened is more important apology i mean you can apologize to somebody and they come back tomorrow and do the same thing you know so that is true yeah i think also even if the apology like says meaningful let's say they acknowledge everything they did to you and they take accountability that doesn't erase what happened per Mm -hmm. se that may help the band like i can finally start the healing maybe from it but it doesn't change what they did you understand what i'm saying i'll give this severe when a person commits a crime they may have uh, killed somebody and let's say they write the family and acknowledge, I did do this to your family. Does that bring the person back? It does not. It may help them get peace. Okay, thank you for acknowledging what you did to me. It doesn't bring the person back. It doesn't stop the act that happened, but it may help the person move on. But if you, that person was waiting for that person to do that, they're stuck. You got to deal with the pain that you experience and be able to move past it. However that is that you need to. But I think you will need, in that situation, I think you need to talk to somebody. I don't know if you can get over that by yourself unless you make a very conscious effort to move on and do things you can to protect yourself, like creating those boundaries between you and them. Dr. Moore, anything else about this topic? 
All right, so uh, just remember, stop waiting around for that apology. Sorry to be harsh, but it's true. Yes. You need to stop. If you've been waiting, if that person hurt you and it's been, listen, it might have been a month, stop waiting. If it's been a year or more, you definitely are stuck. You got to move on. Okay. So before we go, I'll leave you with this. Life becomes easier when you learn to accept an apology you never got. Again, that's life becomes easier when you learn to accept an apology you never got. And that's by Robert Brault. Thank you so much for tuning into the Healing Podcast. We appreciate your support. Please like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends, co-workers, friends, enemies, loved ones. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.